Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Danny and Dusty. All right. My rock smashes your scissors. Oh, no, not these scissors, pal. What? <laughs> With the latest on the Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and the hottest topics in sports. Hey, what's happening, Norm? Oh, it's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. All right, hour number three, make sure you're listening all hour long because you don't know when it's going to happen. But I'll give you a cue to call, and caller number five will win a pair of tickets to go see Weezer, Spoon, and White Reaper this summer at the Hayden Homes Amphitheater. White Reaper sounds like a hot sauce. Yeah, it really does. Like a really hot one. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that cue to call this hour. Um, We went really long with uh, Danny, uh, but it it was worth it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it was worth it. Uh, he's doing well. I feel a lot more confident in him now, making full recovery. Yeah, it was hitting. It was a little hit and miss on Friday. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I also ended last hour with the Titanic giving us a century of content. Boy, I found out a lot. Yeah, you were even underestimating. I really was. Do you know that the captain of the Titanic, old big old Ed Smith, uh, big Ed there, before crashing the the, the Titanic, which he died on, Mm -hmm. you know, he got into another (laughs) cruise liner crash right before that? Get right the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah. So I go and I was like, oh, who was the captain of the Titanic? Let me read up on this guy. Well, Ed Smith is lucky his name isn't something more, like, memorable. Like Crashy McCrasherson? (laughs) Um, On September 20th, 1911, he was uh, the the captain of the cruise liner, the Olympic. And he ended up getting too close to a, a warship for the British Royal Navy called the HMS Hawk. And... Um, it ended up like sucking the power of the propellers ended up sucking the, the HMS Hawk into the Olympic and crashing this Royal British Royal Navy boat mm-hmm. less than ideal. Um, and the weird thing about that is that because of that crash, they had to take parts from the Titanic to fix the Olympic, which delayed the maiden voyage of the Titanic Man, and it ended. Which he also, I feel like, I yeah. feel like this he is doomed on doomed himself. Yeah, I feel like this is on the cruise line, cruise ship company though. Yeah, because you're like, hey, who should we give the maiden voyage of the Titanic to? <laughs> this this surely won't go wrong. We'll give it to the guy who just crashed our other big liner. Yeah, now see if I remember correctly, I want to say there was like a trio of these large ships. There was the Olympic, the Titanic, and I want to say there was one called the Britannic as well. 
I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm not reading that part. I don't know. I don't know what that part. I don't. I do not know. That sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, maybe the Baltic. Um, but anyways, so he crashed that one right before they gave him the reins of the Titanic, and we're like, hey, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna give Big Ed the uncrashable, unsinkable ship. Wrong. Found a way to do that. And then I was reading up on him, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is even worse, you know. Turns out, uh, his his widow, Sarah, 20 years after he died on the Titanic, she was crossing the street in old jolly old London town, gets hit by a taxi, dead. <laughs> what? Surprised it wasn't her husband. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, he'd been dead for 20 years. Well, yeah. So that'd be hard for him to do. But this family, man, this family, he had a, he had a, he had a, 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 a the grandkids of his, one died in World War II as a pilot, and then the other one died of polio. This is a bad. This Smith family had bad luck through and through. Man. No kidding. And I was yeah. correct. The uh, Britannic, they call it the Sheesh. youngest sister of the RMS Olympic and the RMS Titanic. Oh man! All right, look at the big brain on Jeff. Hey. <laughs> Some, sometimes it's like a steel trap. Yeah. Or a sieve. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the day of the week. Yeah. It's like one of those, you know, like in the cartoons, they catch them in a net, and you're like, why don't you just try to get out of the net? <laughs> you're just like, well, I'm caught. Slip on through there, bud. Um, okay. Uh, so that's old Big Ed. Let's get to John Morant. Um, because his story is getting a little bit worse as, as time is going on here. It. it turned out a couple of incidences that you could uh, turn away from and you could ignore. And the NBA found this weekend, there's some you can't. 503-864-6326. This is Danny and Dusty on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Boy, this song is in stark contrast to our next story. John Morant will be away from the Memphis Grizzlies for at least two games. At least two games, but uh, be braced for a lot more because Taylor Jenkins, the head coach of the Grizzlies, said last uh, night after he missed his first game that there is no definitive timeline. For John Morant to return. Um, 
this is a there's a lot of twists and turns to this bad boy here. Uh, just as a quick recap of what's been going on with John Morant, remember, remember, last week we talked about a report surfacing that um, last summer his mom got into an argument with the, an employee at the finish line, the fine people at the finish line, and in that argument she called Ja and he showed up with nine of his friends. Um, and then threatened to beat up a mall security guard. You don't do that to Paul Blart. That, I mean, that seems like a you know reaction commensurate with the surroundings, right? Yeah, right. And then four days later, uh, he while playing basketball at his home, uh, a seventeen-year-old was there. Not sure really why, but seventeen-year-old was there just hooping. Got into an argument, threw a basketball. Happens when you're hooping sometimes. Yeah, John Morant and his friend. Uh, decided to beat that young man up. Then John went into the house, and according to the young man, came back out uh, with a firearm in his his waistband, flashed it at the kid. Kid ended up leaving. Smart yeah. move. Um, and, you know, everybody's like, well, uh, there's nothing overtly criminal besides, oh, I don't know, assault. Um, and then we fast forward to just a month ago, uh, playing the Indiana Pacers in a basketball game in the NBA, and Jaw's buddy gets into it with one of his best friends and, and high school teammates, gets into it with some Indiana Pacers during the game and, like, walked onto the floor at one point. Can't really do that. But as Jaw and his buddies were leaving the game, Indiana's Pacers security, which, again, I will reiterate this, NBA security, professional sports security. These guys are all former military, FBI, police. Like yeah. they are very well trained. These They're not aren't just around. No, 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 no. Yeah. The 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 team security is not the people in like the red blazers at yeah. Moda this Center. This is not seventy four year old Larry. No, these are well trained people. And one of these security uh, guards for the Indiana Pacers said that uh, they saw they had a red laser fixated on the team bus that came from a weapon mm-hmm. okay the nba did an investigation said they can prove that a red light was sh- uh, shown on the bus of the indiana pacers they cannot prove that it came from a gun so uh jaw's uh, best buddy from high school he has been uh banned from any nba arena for a year okay so those three incidences not good for the man who just got his own signature shoe from nike and uh, is is on a surging team in the NBA. It's playing really well, and his star is is shining brighter and brighter uh, with every game that he's on the court. He's one of the best players in the NBA. Well, as if those stories weren't enough, this past weekend while they were in Denver, John ja Morant uh, went on Instagram Live following the game at a uh, strip club in Denver, and as he was dancing without a shirt on. Uh, which is also something that we should talk to Ja about. <laughs> they take their clothes off, not you, when you're there. But I digress. Uh, at the end of the video, you see a very small gun that Ja Morant waves in the camera, his own camera, mm-hmm. on an Instagram Live. Uh, it's also coming out now that the uh, Gentleman's Club, very appropriately named Shotgun Willies. Oh, <laughs> Interesting. Um, so as that video, which then is taken off the Internet, John Morant has taken and, and deactivated his Twitter and his Instagram account. Um, 
the Grizzlies suspended him for two games. Okay. Now, that takes us to John ja Morant. Uh, on Saturday, releasing a statement saying, I take full responsibility for my actions last night. I'm sorry to my family, teammates, coaches, fans, partners, the city of Memphis, and the entire Grizzlies organization for letting you down. I'm going to take some time away to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and overall well-being. That, okay, there's a lot to unpack here. Yes. Um, that statement does not compute to me. And I am I the only one that is sitting here and in, in, in having taking issue and not really understanding John Morant. Uh, I'm going to take some time away to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with my stress and overall well being. How about let's just leave the firearms at home? That's a good start. Well, yeah, this isn't an issue of dealing with your stress and overall well being. It's just being a jackass. Yeah, and this that that's where I don't think he And a gets dangerous it. one at that. We talked about this last week and and I think it's important. John Morant doesn't need to just cut all of his friends out of his life that he's had forever. But at the same time, I I always look at leadership like this. There are leaders and then there are influencers. Mm-hmm. Okay? Leaders tell you the direction that you want to go and they they will they will go down that path and show you the way influencers are ones that can get people on on their side but they'll go with the flow they will go with what's ever popular think mm-hmm. of it on on social media right? right social media influencers they're people that can get people going in their direction but they aren't the ones that start it they're told what to put out there, you know, or, or they're told what products are, are trending and what's going to be the next big hit. And they influence people that way. I think John Morant is an influencer. He is not a leader. No. He is he is he is influencing the people that he is around, but he can be pulled in another direction. And that's where the rubber meets the road here with John Morant is that he doesn't need to cut these people out of his life that have been very important to him and his successes too Mm -hmm. and have gotten him to this point and i think that that's something that everybody in the world can sit there and say oh you just leave these people behind that's a lot easier said than done especially when these people have have seen you from zero and and gone every step of the way with you to where you're at right now Mm -hmm. and you've been wildly successful with them in your life and that is a very important part to to think about is that look they have been there for all the successes. There have been there have been lows that they've been there with him as well. And you don't need to cut them out, but you need to take ownership and leadership of your life in the direction that you're going to go because they will follow you because you have that power and you have that ability as John Morant. And I think he doesn't understand that that's what's happening, is that he can be pushed into bad decisions, bad situations, and... And a there needs to be a separation there. I don't think John Morant really truly understands what is getting him to this point where they're asking him to stay away for two games mm-hmm. because he's saying that dealing with my stress and overall well-being, that's not what happened here. Right. That's not what happened. You, you danced in front of a, a camera with a gun in a strip club. Yeah. Following what? multiple other troubling acts, and you're not reading the room. Yeah, 
And it's it's scary because at some point you feel like this could, you know, end a couple of different ways. One, him getting shot, or two, somebody else getting shot. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is where there's been a, a lot of poor choices that have been made by John Morant. Um, and now it's not just Morant and his buddies that are into it because the Memphis Grizzlies, too, are going to have some some questions to be answered. John Morant had a gun at a strip club in Denver. Nobody's talking about how John Morant got a gun in Denver. Right. Got a gun to Denver. Because that means he took that bad boy on the team plane, which is being looked into right now. Yes. Um, As it should. And now you're looking at the Glendale Police Department in Glendale, Colorado. They are looking into whether or not gun laws were broken by John Morant. Um, and this is just going to be – this is where we see these stories that just pile on, pile on, pile on. My hope for John Moran is that he figures it out and the people around him figure it out, meaning the NBA, his parents, his his close inner circle, before something truly bad happens. Because nothing, nothing tragic has happened yet. But we are seeing a pattern of decisions that have gone down a road where something tragic is on the horizon because it, it, it's continuing to happen even when the heat is turned up on him and the spotlight is so closely watching him. There has to be you know, that come-to-Jesus moment that John Morant has. And I see I, – I, I think it's, it's pretty ridiculous. I, I see, I've seen a couple of the comparisons of um, – so the – they suspend John Morant for two games and Nike takes away uh, or after Nike gives him a signature shoe. Well, they took away Kyrie's signature shoe and suspended him for a lot longer for posting a video. No, yeah. that no, that's not. He didn't. Kyrie just didn't that's, post a video. It's kind of oversimplifying it. Oh, you think? Yeah. No. Kyrie Irving pa- posted hate speech. Yes. <laughs> on the Internet. Yes and anti-Semitic hate speech, and then doubled down on it, then tripled down on it, mm-hmm. on top of a series of miscues before that. John Morant posted a video of him flashing a gun, poor taste, got a two-game suspension that Taylor Jenkins is now saying, hey, we don't know how long this is going to take. It may take a lot longer than just two games for Ja to be away. Yeah. But... This story is, it's getting there, man. And it's getting there in a hurry. Uh, and it all spells trouble for John Morant. And it's not as easy as just saying, John Morant is dumb. I mean, these are dumb decisions. Yeah, he's making very poor choices. If you think that it is just John Morant being dumb, you're not putting yourself, or you probably don't know what, he is going through in the life and how hard it is to separate from people that have been there for you through a lot and you trust and you confide in, in a world that you can't really trust anybody when you're as rich and famous as John Morant is. There's a lot of people coming for you and they're coming for you with malicious intent. It is really hard to cut the people out of your life that have always been there for you. And he's facing this right now. And again, I don't believe he has to cut these people out. He needs to start being a leader, not an influencer, though. Yes. All right. 
503-864-6326. Hey, put a bow on the, the combine. Local guys at the combine. We had some really good performances from some local guys and uh, some stocks just flying up the board. Here's Rust with SportsCenter. Half a mile from the county fair And the rain came pouring down Me and Bullet standing there With a silver half a crown This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. We just stood there getting wet with our backs against the fence. All right, caller number five right now at 503-864-6326 is going to win a pair of tickets to see Weezer with Spoon and White Reaper at the Hayden Homes Amphitheater on August 22nd in Bend. Caller number five, 503-864-6326. Gets a pair of tickets to the August 22nd show in Bend at the Hayden Homes Amphitheater. Weezer, Spoon, White Reaper. Visit 1080thefan.com for complete contest details. Uh, tickets courtesy of our great friends at Live Nation. All right. <clears throat> Rusted in there, getting it all done and getting all dialed in with our winner. Um Let's go to the combine. Put a little bow on the, on the old NFL combine there in Indianapolis. We had uh, quite a few guys, local guys, making their their combines. I will say hit and miss with a lot. You, from Oregon, um, it was going to be a big day for Christian Gonzalez uh, over the weekend, and he proved that it was man measurables. He came in at six one one ninety seven, and his forty was flying uh, four three eight. He showed that he has that twitchy speed, a 41-and-a-half-inch vertical, an 11-foot-one-inch broad jump. That's the twitchiness, man. Christian Gonzalez showed the twitchiness that you need to show at the combine. He had, and this is one of the problems, when you are a great corner, you can go unnoticed. You can go unnoticed for long stretches of games, seasons, but the less you notice a corner, the better. Um, because that means they're just not throwing your way. And Christian Gonzalez, he proved to be an eliminator um, of receivers and sides of the field at times. And all of those, now you're seeing him vault up the the draft boards. And he may be that top 10 pick that Oregon was looking for for a fourth consecutive year uh, because we thought it was going to be Noah Sewell. And at linebacker, Noah Sewell is in a position where if he goes unnoticed for long stretches, you do not want that to happen. And... I don't know if he made himself any money, but I don't think he lost himself money either. Um, his measurables, 4'6 and 33-inch vertical, about what you would want from a 255-pound um, linebacker. But DJ Johnson at 6'4", 260, yikes. He was special. He was special. The only downside that you had, uh, he had a 4'4", if you missed it, by the way. That is so freaking fast. The only one uh, that you would sit there and you say for Oregon was a a concern is Alex Forsyth tweaked a hammy um, during his part of the workouts, and he will he did not run or take part in really any of the on field stuff because he tweaked a hamstring, and that goes to you're talking about one of the best centers, not just in the Pac-12 of all of college football, and Forsyth has been dealing for years now with back and now a hamstring issue. That's gonna be brutal. That that is gonna be brutal. He's has a, he has a chance to go and, and run on the pro day, and uh, knowing that young man, 
His interviews were probably great, and he'll get picked up somewhere, but I don't know where that range is for Forsyth now. If he was like a third to fifth round guy, uh, if that bumps him down to late rounds, maybe undrafted because it's just another injury piling up, he'll have a spot. For the Beavs, um, Luke Musgrave, he did everything that he you wanted him to do to show that an injury that held him out of a majority of his final campaign at Oregon State um, is not going to hold him back from being a productive NFL player. Luke Musgrave, in a this the only thing that Luke Musgrave is going up against is that Darnell Washington and then uh, was it Sam Laporta, the Iowa tight end, the Georgia and Iowa tight ends. This is such a deep class of tight ends, but Luke Musgrave made himself some money, and I think it's not a bad thing if Luke Musgrave doesn't shine as the top tight end in this class because he will go to a team that identifies what he brings to the table. He came in at 6'6", 253. He ran a 4'6", had a 36-inch vertical, and had a 10'5 broad jump. Those are just numbers. You just throw numbers out, blah, blah, blah. What it showed is that he had a lower body injury, and he had explosion that he showed. The explosion was back. And the, the bend product... That dude made him himself some money over this past weekend. I hope it's going to be a good fit. Rajon Wright, I don't know. I didn't see anything on him not competing and why he didn't, but I didn't see any measurables there. Alex Austin, the other corner out of Oregon State, um, he's going to have a big pro day when it comes down to Corvallis because he ran a four five five. And look, again, if you run bad times at the combine, we've seen guys have stellar. NFL careers and run bad 40s or just have a bad day. One thing that you always have to understand is that you got guys that are ranking on your body in the medicals. You are going through and they are stress testing you to see how long you can sustain these long interviews, getting out of a routine and a rhythm that you've been, you know, training for down in Arizona or California or Florida, wherever you've gone to train for the combine. They try to break that and really coming out of the physical and then going into your on-field workouts is one of the hardest things for guys. And so running bad times here, it's it's not the make or break. When guys do put up freaky numbers, when guys do pull a Christian Gonzalez or a DJ Johnson or a Luke Musgrave, that shows you, like, all right, they got that it. They got that, that little bit of dog in them. And you perform well in the in, under all these conditions. It's hard, but it's, no, it's not an indictment of what your career is going to be. Um, unless you have a, a major injury. And Alex Forsythe didn't have a major injury. Guy who did, uh, USC's lineman, uh, Andrew Voorhees, tore his ACL. Ugh, that sucks. Th- that, that does suck because he was a late-round guy anyways because of injury uh, uh, history. But now he went out on a torn ACL, apparently. He put up 38 reps on the bench after he tore his ACL. Man, all right. <laughs> Uh, but that that's gonna be that's a tough one for him, and and that sucks for him. That sucks big time uh, for him. But overall, I thought it was a good day for for the locals. The Oregon Oregon State products. You didn't see anybody really just torpedo their chances of being drafted. None of them came out, with the exception of Gonzalez, uh, and I think Musgrave too. I think that was a big day for Musgrave to put up those those numbers coming off the injury. He is going to be so damn special, and that sucks that he was not part of this past year for Oregon State on the field more. Um, but I think Gonzalez and Musgrave, hands down, they had the two best performances, and DJ Johnson's not too far behind. Nobody lost money for the local guys, and that's what you want to see. You want to see, that is what you want to see. 
Um, and then come their pro days, you try to get those marks up just a little bit more. Um, I, I hope that we see these guys come off the board pretty early. And I have a, I have a feeling that we will. I, I don't think like it doesn't seem like Noah Sewell's stock is dropping that much either. They still have him as a top five linebacker in this class. And this class is loaded on that side of the ball. So um, we'll dive more into the 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 truly freaks because uh, tomorrow. Because no, uh, Nolan Smith, who was a one-man wrecking ball against Oregon in Atlanta, he got hurt. Uh, people forgot about how, how freaky he is. And he showed that man is unworldly. 240 pounds and ran a 4.3940, had a 41 and a half inch vertical. Okay. <laughs> he Man. is 240 pounds. Nobody that size has ever done that at the combine. Like he was running like wide receiver and corner, and he's going to be coming off the edge. Yeah, that's been. You're nice. gonna have you're gonna have a 300 pound tackle, and oh by the way, he had 32. He almost he had 32 and a half inch arms. So you have a guy. Who has long levers and is running a four three coming off the edge, and you're gonna have a, a tackle try to slow him down? Yeah, good luck. <laughs> oh, good luck. See, he was he was impressive as all get out. But there was a lot of great uh, performances at the combine. We'll get into those a little bit more tomorrow. We had a lot of news today, though. Uh, let's get let's get this show on the road, shall we? Uh, we send you off to prime time next. Danny and Dusty on the fan. On the Odyssey app and 1080, the fan. All right, welcome back in as we uh, send you off for the rest of the day. We have a special guest here because this is a celebration. Jason Sukanik, everybody. Plus, uh, I don't have to work for the next two hours, so we've got like yeah. the big soiree going on. So we're doing a best of prime time from three to five, and then we're doing uh, live five to seven. So if you're expecting uh, quality prime time, well, you'll get it. Yeah. It'll just be old, somewhat quality prime time, and then live at five. Perfect. So you guys will be here. Yes. Just a little bit delayed. Yes. I have to kiss ass right now. As we, soon as we're off the oh, air. Yes, we do. We, I'll start with yours though. You're a beautiful. You're a handsome Thank you. man. Thank powerful you. man. And then Thank Jeff you. Rust, who I have a man crush on. I still haven't gotten my Jeff Rust 8x10 to put up in my house. We might have to work on that. Yeah. Heaven's yeah. sakes. We, uh, I, I had you come in for this segment because of the fact that that song that was just playing, it is a deep cut hitting the roof of the car. That's right. Dude, today marks the 25th anniversary God, I'm old. of the Big Lebowski oh. being released in theaters. Dude, I still remember to this day, I was home from summer break. Or it might have been spring break. I was home on vacation, and uh, my buddy Mark McCloskey, who I is the, the he was my brother center at Washington State. It's the reason why I wore sixty eight as a, as a center. I was home, and Mark's like, "Dude, we got to go see the Big Lebowski." And I was like, "What?" I'm like, "What is this?" He goes, "Just shut up. We're going to see yeah. the Big Lebowski." A movie about bowling and a movie about bowling. And I saw the Big Lebowski three times in the theater, and to this day, and Dusty has uh, drank with me, uh, unfortunately, way mm-hmm. too many times. Mm-hmm. To this day, one of my favorite ways to end an evening is it is my final or my final final or my you know final, that final, that final. I'm in a I'm in a good spot when I order the White Russian to That's this right. day, uh, and I, I I thank the Big Lebowski. It's my favorite movie of all time. I can't tell you how many times uh, I've seen it, and it started my lifelong love affair with Jeff Bridges. It is one of the great 
movies of yes. our time and generation. And there's so many layers. The thing I love about The Big Lebowski is how many layers it has to it. <laughs> because you can watch that movie, and yeah. I've seen it a hundred times, yeah. and you can just start glomming onto just a little bit of a different yeah. character every yes. time, whether it's Walter, Donnie, the dude. There's certain lines in it that aren't even, because like, you never knows the dude abides and all that, yeah. but there's... There's certain little things to this day, and my family, I, God bless them because they put up with me. Anytime someone's phone is ringing or my phone rings, instantly in the house, it, phone's ringing, dude, phone's and someone ringing. will respond with, thank you, Donnie. <laughs> it's just, it's universal. And my favorite comeback of all time, and I use it literally on a daily basis. is and, you are. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's usually when someone says something, you know, critical of me, like on the text line or whatever, yeah. that, you know, I just, well, you know, that's just like, you know, yeah. your opinion, man. It's yeah. the greatest comeback yeah. of all time. Yeah, the dude, I'll do I the Reno. freaking the love kind of thing. that movie so much. And, like, the impact of it, and, like, there's a great book called You're a Lebowski, I'm a Lebowski. Yeah. And, like, everyone involved in that movie loves it. Like, yeah. Bridges, and, like, they, they totally embrace it. And it's it wasn't a big hit in the theaters. No, I, it, the, I saw it on HBO because it was almost immediately yeah. after it got out of theaters. Yeah, it didn't do they well. They started running it midday on HBO. But I was in uh, I was in Iceland a couple years ago, of all places, and I'm walking around downtown Reykjavik, and uh, and and we we go by, and I'm like, what? There is a Big Lebowski bar. An entire bar dedicated to the Big Lebowski. It's How called the Big Lebowski in downtown Reykjavik. And they have like 32 different white Russians. And so you just walk in and everything about the bar is 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 wow. Lebowski themed. Do they have that rug that really pulled the room together? Yes, they that do. Rug. Right in the middle. They have a really they have the that rug together. and all it's just it's it's an amazing. So I went and uh, I, I took it deep. I had a great night, me and my special lady friend. Uh, we absolutely, I tried to get through every white Russian they had. 32? But there's so much, <laughs> there's a lot of cream. I think by the end of the evening, I think I got through 20, I think I got through like 23. Wow. And Whoa. 23, 24, and then like the uh, the the cream started to yeah. Yeah. cause it, problems. It, cream rises to the top, man. Or in this case, <laughs> the cream rises to the, it, yeah. it sinks. Yeah, it goes explosive diarrhea. Yeah, like the yeah. last four or five, I was like, can I have it with something other than half and half? Like I was seeing if they had milk that I could like mix it with or, or something because I, I'm telling you, if you have like 18 white Russians, they have I I don't know how much half and half I consumed that night. A lot, but it a half was, gallon probably. Well, I said I consider myself a failure because I did not make it through every white Russian they had. But oh, you're a failure for a lot of other reasons. It was a hell of an effort. I I put a hurting on uh, yeah, on that great. menu. Yeah. That's great. Well, thank you for coming in celebrating the Big Lebowski. Well, with I never us. get to see you anymore. So, uh, and and with Dusty or uh, Danny, here. you're here. Danny being out, uh, I got to start. I'll, I'll come in. I'll do some two to threes with you. Okay, we, that would be fun. Yeah, and we will do that. And if Rop is ever out, we need to do a mega cast. Yes, yeah, we, the, we'll do mega cast. I love. The, I've done the mega cast <laughs> like what twice. I think I've done yeah. the mega cast. I think yeah. once with you and once with Sprague. Yeah, where we just do the marathon. Yeah, the marathon show. There was uh, when Danny was out and you were out last week. Um, which you have New Orleans stories that you're going to be telling at five. Boy, but. Um, there was somebody said, "Hey, you should have Rob come and do a mega cast." And yeah, I yeah, talked to Rob, and Rob's like, "I no, no, I'm not having that." I'll just tell you That's this: the least surprising thing ever. <laughs> if you're on Bourbon I Street, I and I, I think you've seen it, I have a uh, there's a company called Roosevelt's. They make the most amazing shirts. Yeah. And I have a button up uh, magic mushroom shirt with little dancing magic mushrooms and rainbows on it and whatnot. 
Let me just say this. If you wear that on Bourbon Street, you get ready because you will be found and people will want to party with you. <laughs> and I made the mistake on a Saturday night of wearing that out on Bourbon Street. Uh, and at that point, yeah, you your, a message. your evening has been preordained right. that it's going down certain avenues. All right. But listen to that. Five to seven. Yeah, that was rough. All right. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow from noon to three. This has been Danny and Dusty. Love Here's best of primetime for three to five. Then they actually come in live from five to seven. And that's cool. That's that's cool. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.